Welcome, everybody. Welcome. The Gordy Howe episode of Hat Trick Hockey, number nine. As always, Ant here with my buddy Rob Sawyer. Rob, what's going on? How the fuck are you? Uh, slow, lazy weekend. I was on <laughs> afternoons, and it like afternoons kicks the shit out of me. Yeah. So uh, it was a long week at work, <laughs> a very long week. Yeah, that's so suck. yeah, and then I uh, didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Stuff was up, uncomfortable. So it was making me a little nervous. Yeah. So stuff's like, it's obviously my wife, but she's uh like eight months pregnant almost now. So and with our son came a little bit early last. Well, not a little bit early, seven and a, a half weeks bit. early. Yeah, so. <laughs> It made me a little bit on edge last night, but other than that, just slow, lazy weekend. Did you just say no? Yeah, no, no, not now, <laughs> not now. Now is not the time. What about you? Would you do? I just had some beers with some friends and just took it really easy this weekend. Uh, yeah, not really, not that much. Just hung out. Yeah, yeah. Nice relaxing weekend. I hear and you. Beautiful weather too. Yeah. Well, After that, rain went yeah, away. that was a crazy storm too. By the way. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And this being Saturday. Yeah. Or Sunday, sorry. Yeah. Should we dive into her? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So right off the hop here, uh, we'll give three of uh, three friends of the show here now a uh, quick thank you for sending out some boy, or sorry, sending out some love to our boy, Brandon. Uh, we got to thank Todd Warner, today's guest, Matt Pumple. Total and, Yeah. And also Oscar Lindblom. Oh, what send a him a video. Fucking video. Who was the perfect guy to send him a video? So huge shout out to those yeah, guys. Yeah, fight, fighting that fuck me cancer yeah. himself, right? Yeah, Brandon's gonna do the same fucking thing. Yeah, kick its ass. Fucking right. Kick um, his ass, Seabass. Yeah, <laughs> just don't hawk at anybody's burger because you're <laughs> mad because you can't eat burgers right now. Okay, watch out for salt shakers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also everybody, so I've been working on for the past day and a half, which is probably some of the reason why I have slept like shit is, uh, I've been actually working on an online merch store. We have local stuff available as well, but we're going to do them both because we have fans like in crazy spots that I'll actually tell you guys about in a minute. So anyways, we're going to do this online store and it's going to have everything from, we're going to do hoodies. We're going to do like tote bags we're gonna do shirts for the ladies ladies there's also tights like those leggings that like you guys wear so we got those coming uh we have seriously tons of shit coming out so bear with me it's going to be reasonably actually priced too like i'm not gonna do the thing where you're gonna pay like 90 dollars for a hoodie no we're gonna set our everything reasonably priced because if you order online, you have to do the shipping. Right. And the shipping is $11.99. There's no way around it. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to incorporate the price of the shipping in with the hoodie or whatever you get. So it doesn't feel like you get charged an arm and a leg. And I don't want people to get charged an arm and a leg. And I want them to wear our merch. And I want them to order our merch. Absolutely. Right? So I feel that if I have it at a reasonable price... And it would be shipped right to your house, then why not? Sure. Right? So look forward to that. There's some coming awesome soon. stuff in oh there. Oh my God, guys. It's it's gonna be insane. I threw up a little uh teaser like link on the page, but honestly, that's gonna come down and when the new one goes up, I'm gonna create a whole new store. It's gonna be insane. So it's gonna be good. Yeah, so everybody look for the store. 
It's going to be good. I've been, Honestly, I've been busting my ass on it. So hopefully you guys like it as much as I do. I think it's going to be great, though. What do you think, Rob? I'm very excited to start seeing people in some of this stuff. I'm, yeah. I can't wait to get on it yeah. and buy some stuff. It's a store for a bunch of buttes. Yeah. That's what it's for. Also, um, crazy thing. So I go on to our Podbean account. I log into our Podbean account. Big shout out to we listen to this. We have listeners. Okay. This isn't it honestly it blew my fucking mind. Okay. So we have listeners in in the States. We have them in Kentucky, Michigan, New York, Virginia, Illinois, Texas, New Jersey, California, Alabama, Arizona, Minnesota, North Carolina, Ohio, Tennessee. Colorado, Florida, Montana. Wow, nice area. So, <laughs> shout out to fucking USA. How about that? A bunch eh? of buttes fucking south of the border. I love it. Nice. And in Canada, we are in Ontario, of course, Alberta, BC, Manitoba, Quebec. Nice. Just that's awesome. Buttes all over <laughs> North America. So shout out to seriously everybody in any of those states that like listens to us. Anybody all across Canada who listens to us, we do this for you guys. So thank you very much. So that's thank awesome. you. So awesome. Oh yeah. By the way, we have two in Israel. In fucking Israel. Wow. So shout out to the two in Israel too <laughs> who downloaded us. Your total buttes, guys. Oh yeah. Girls, whatever. <laughs> whatever you are yeah. guys so we have here has johnny hockey played his last game in calgary do you think that can you see them like him being moved no, no? i don't see him being moved because they're talking about like there's a lot of buzz around him right now a lot of buzz like is it is it good or bad like, it's just it... on whether he's going to be dealt or not i i can't see them doing it either i think you're nuts you trade him personally did he have a bad playoff? Like, I, I get that they got bounced, he but... He was pretty quiet. I didn't hear his name much, did you? Not, not that I can remember. And he's normally one that's like, I don't, do you think he needs yeah. a fresh start? Well, maybe, maybe he didn't... Uh, maybe it's true. Maybe he came into camp overweight, you know, thinking that they're not going to have the season. And, yeah. then, you know, all that... Eating all those ham and cheeses. Peanut butter and jellies. <laughs> no, Johnny ham P and cheese. PB and J's. Yeah, PB and J's. <laughs> I don't know. So, we'll see. Stay tuned for that. I I don't know, man. I I don't think he's gonna go anywhere, but it's crazy if they do, because you know what I mean. Like that guy is a really good hockey player. Yeah, he, he is. He got called Johnny Hockey for nothing. I wonder what his what his cap hit is. I forget what his cap hit is. I'm sure he's expensive. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he's very expensive. Also, Dallas Stars. Fucking, I'm talking a whole bunch of shit, saying that like they're gonna pretty much get smashed in this series. And then what do they do? They come out and win the first two games. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't see that coming either. Right up my hoop. I didn't, I didn't see that coming at but all. But you're, you're still alive right now, though, because the series is two to one. And you said in six games. Yeah. I said five, so I'm I'm completely out of that freaking series yeah, now. So, that, yeah, thanks a lot there, fucking Dallas <laughs> Stars, shoving it right up my butthole. <laughs> brutal. Absolutely brutal. Real quick, too. Did you see Jonathan Marsh show online there? With, with oh, the fans just on going Twitter? off. That was just awesome. Chirping the shit out of Just carving <laughs> people. It. Carving people. What did he say to the one guy? Said something. I don't know what it is. 
go suck your mom's whatever he said. I don't know. But it was like, I was like, oh, my God. I think he ended up, uh, like, I think everything's down now. I don't think it's up. But still, the screenshots are out there. If if you can find him, look him up. It's kind of Well, funny. he came out and apologized. It's why, oh, like, why? Fuck you guys. None of, you, none of these people that are chirping have never made it into the NHL. And they want to go on and chirp this guy when he's in the show. Yeah. It They're is. not. I just think it's funny. It is funny. But is that something that you should give a response to? Like, do you think that's really necessary on his part to even go? Why not? To Fucking even go human being. People are talking shit about him. Because it's the same way as if you're, like, you playing a game yourself. and you got a fan yelling at you. You're not going to yell at every single fan that chirps you. No, but you're you're online. People want to talk. <laughs> speaking of fans that chirp, I seen this one. I was, I got in this, like, wormhole or whatever the other day. I was watching the those NHL, like, mic'd up videos. Yep. Okay, and this one guy was going off the ice for the warm up, and they're like, he's like, da da da, you suck. He's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> just like, I could just imagine some of the stuff that fans would say to you. But to me, like, you're a pro. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. In a way that's kind of like, fucking act like it. Well, you know what? They got feelings too. I understand that, but like, come on, man. Just because you're a fan and you buy tickets doesn't give you the right to say whatever the fuck you want. No, because I Because you wouldn't say that if it was just you and him in an alley together. Well, no. Because you're going to get fucking beat yeah, up. Yeah, none of these fucking keyboard warriors would. Right. I just thought it was funny. These fucking telephone tough guys. I, I couldn't believe that they got such a reaction out of them. It was, it was insane. You must have been having a bad day. <laughs> got into the whiskeys a little early and there you go. How's yeah. this? Got Take into that. the whiskeys. <laughs> Uh, also, for your wagon here, um, Jonathan Quick has been linked to call or sorry Carolina, Buffalo, or the Leafs on a possible. I don't know if he's going to be a free agent signing or a trade. I'm not sure what he's got if he or or if he has anything left on his deal. But so what, what is what does that say for for like Freddie Anderson in Toronto? Do you think they're going to trade him? Did you say the other week uh, that they were looking to deal him? Or they were, but I don't know if they're going to actually pull the trigger on. Apparently, the word on the street is Toronto's going to have ginormous changes. Yeah, I, I've been seeing some stuff that, well, ever since they got, yeah, they just like, traded. Like uh, they're fucking cleaning house. Yeah, they just well, traded. Um, Kapanen's gone Kapanen, now, right? Yeah, yeah. He went to Pittsburgh. Like, I don't know how big that is for Toronto, but uh, they're saying it's going to be a busy offseason. What do you do? You think it's going to be in free agency or trades, or both? They got to get rid of some of their cap. So I, I, I think one of their big four is going. I think one of the big four forwards is going. Okay, if you had to pick one of those four to go to trade, who do you trade? Who? Well, we so you talk- so let's be uh, clear here. We're talking about Nylander, Matthews, Marner, Tavares. Okay, so. It, Mine, I I, 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 I say JT. I, I say JT again too, like because he's the captain. I think you get the bang for your buck. You know, you got to make sure you get something good in return, though. Oh, you, too, you, I'm yeah, sure you're gonna. Because you're you're not just gonna let how, him go. How old is he? Oh, I feel like he's mid thirties. I I couldn't tell you. I gotta look it up. But I, I'm I thought we thought he was kind of around my age ish. But either way, he's still a great freaking player. You can get something. You can get 
I would imagine something good in return, and you can probably get draft picks too. Well, in he had too, two right? huge years in in Toronto. His first two. Realistically, you could unload him to a team. He makes how much a year? Like nine, ten million a year or whatever. Yeah, it okay. Was ten, you could trade ago. him, get two guys on D that are five million dollar D men. You know what I mean? You still Gutis, got shut out fucking one Gutis, twice in that yeah, series. But Gudis is only a three point three five hit. So what could you get for two guys for five million bucks? Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Five no. million bucks a piece. You get yourself two nice defensemen. Yeah, you could. But like Which I is said, what the Leafs need. I wouldn't worry about the whole... I think if you make a deal for, for one of those big four, I don't think it's going to be Matthews, Marner. Or those guys, I think, are going to be out of the question. Yes. And well, Nylander is now Nylander. actually playing pretty fucking good, is, too. So. But I don't know. I like... Oh, those I, other I, three I, just, are I like younger, a punch-in-the-mouth fucking hockey team. and yeah. This ain't it. No. This ain't it. Far from. Because you look at these teams that are left in the playoffs, every one of them has a tough guy. Every team bangs. Toronto, you could skate around with fucking eggs in your pocket. You're not breaking them. <laughs> yeah, that is true. They you don't know, hit Finish a lot, your fucking eh? check. Yeah. Do you think that's where they miss Matt Martin? 100%. Like, I I didn't even really notice Clifford on the ice, like, when they when they played. Because well, they probably didn't fucking let him on the no. ice. <laughs> right. But that's what I mean. Well, because they were behind, you know? That's what like, I mean. So, the whole series. I, I don't know. I can see, because all, all I'm saying is if you unload, let's say, uh, Johnny goes, okay? But like I said, you could unload his cap, which is like $10 bucks a year, but you can get those, like I said, two $5 million guys on D. Yep. That's a huge addition. Yeah, I agree. Huge addition, but and you're essentially, you're still paying You just made him your captain, cap. and now you're trading him? That, that, that so then the shows, C goes... Shows your, yeah, but it shows that your, your team's fucked right now. I think Matthew should have got the C anyways. I don't. I don't think he's old enough. I don't think he's mature enough. Why not? Crosby did it. Yeah, well, those are two different totally... Not mature people. enough. You see that yeah. freaking kid when he does all his, like, interviews and everything? Sure. He's so, did you like, hear about chill? when he pulled his pants down in well, front of yeah, that security yeah, guard? Yeah, like, yeah, fucking that wasn't, up, man. Man, that wasn't you're good You're a professional hockey player. Yeah, I totally forgot about that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so you blew your shot there. What about Riley? I love Riley. I think he could be the captain. Well, there I you got go. no problem with that whatsoever. But, again, like we were just talking about, I don't like that. You've just named him captain, and now you're trading well, him. I'm sure it's not the first time it's happened. But what do you think about Jonathan Quick, though? Back to where we I like, originally I, started. I, I, yeah, <laughs> fucking down a rabbit hole. Whatever, there. that was good, though. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I like Quick. But it didn't they get Anderson from... LA as well. Uh, did he? And not, Quick took over. Did he not come out of Anaheim? Oh, sorry, you're right. You're, yeah, he did. He did. I thought he did. Yeah. How old's Quick though? Thirties. Yeah. So oh yeah. He's an older goalie, 30s. but a veteran. Well, it's, smaller it's, deal. It's like turning down smaller deal, man. Well, now smaller that because your four took the, all the fucking money. Yeah. So now you have to, you know, pick and choose. Like, do you think they bring back Crosby? Took Jason a pay cut. Yeah, 100%. Why wouldn't you? I would hope For so. a fourth-line guy, I'd yeah. take him. No problem. Okay, After right. that fight, oh, yeah. take him every time on my team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll see. And also, last thing here before we go over to our interview, um, Mike Green. So Mike Green called it quits after 15 NHL seasons. He played, he played for three teams. He played for Washington, played for the Red Wings, and just he played for the Oilers. But literally, he played two games with the Oilers, so cup of coffee there right but he uh yeah played for washington 
played for the Red Wings. He played 880 NHL games. He had 150 goals, 351 assists, 501 points, 592 penalty minutes. So congrats, Mike it's a Green. pretty good career there. Yeah, it's a pretty good career. So congrats out to him. Enjoy the long retirement. I'm sure, he, he, I'm sure he's a golf guy. All the NHL guys are. Yeah. Well, I hear that uh, our interview guy wasn't very much of a good golfer. Yeah. So, <laughs> which we did talk about, actually. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you guys will hear it. that. So, we're actually going to turn it over to him. So, uh, also, before we go into this interview, big shout out to Shooters and Harrow. Uh, they, Bones. Oh, yeah. Bones and, Total Bo- yeah. Bones and staff. They were fantastic with us. They, they took they, such uh, good care of us. Great care of us. They made sure we were full and had a beer in our hand while we were there. And, uh... We brought in this total beaut. Total beaut. And with us, so should we turn it over to him? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matt Pumple. I want to give a big hat trick hockey welcome to Mr. Matt Pumple. So Matt, welcome. Welcome to the show, buddy. Welcome. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to chatting. So first thing I, I want to say actually is a few things. First, thanks for obviously being here. Two, uh, thank you for sending my friend there. His, he geeked out when he seen your video. Yeah, I actually he, heard from, um, so I think, so I played hockey around with Troy Cox. Yeah. Troy Cox, I believe he said they were cousins. Yes. And he stood in Troy's wedding. Yes. Brandon, yeah. So I, uh, I talked to Troy uh, right after that and he told me, um, so I knew he got it because Troy messaged yeah. me. He's like, oh, my, my cousin got it. And then it was uh, obviously a small world around here, but yeah, um, yeah no problem. And obviously that was... Uh, not great news, but uh, we're all thinking about him. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing very well with it. His mindset is great. So Rob and I actually just did his interview. Uh, we interviewed him on Saturday. His episode dropped on Wednesday, and it turned out he was awesome, man. So he's high spirits. Good, good. So we'll, we'll dive right into it. So I know you played. Oh, wait one second. Oh. He's a total beaut, don't yeah, right? He is a total beaut. Yes, total beaut. That's <laughs> our thing. Yeah. That's our thing. Um, so first thing I want to know, I know you played uh, AAA hockey in Sun County, correct? Yep. So before you went there, did you play in Essex or where did you play before? Uh, yeah, I played uh, Essex minor hockey. Um, grew up there with, uh, obviously, a little while now, the old rink. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up there, played uh, played Timbits hockey, and then um, went on to his, uh, select seven Essex Ravens. And then um, another year, Essex Ravens, which was uh, would have been novice, I think, at the time. And then um, kind of transferred over to Sun County, which was just starting out at the time. It wasn't uh, too popular. I didn't know what it was, really. I, I don't really have that much big of a hockey family. And mm-hmm. it was here in uh, the hockey world, like you said, is small. And, um, and kids were trying out, so I tried out and ended up uh, making it. And kind of in that situation, AAA, once you get into it, yeah. You don't really want to get out of it because it's hard to get into it, <laughs> yeah. so you want to keep your spot. And uh, then played Sun County growing up all the way, and we played over to Windsor Ice Park, yeah. um, which is unfortunate. They went to Essex the year I left, uh, which would have been a lot closer. Yeah. But uh, now, now they redid the ice park, which is nice, but back in the day it was more of a, a bar with a rink, I think. Than, yeah, uh, it's a beautiful bar. Yeah, now it's really right nice. now, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't believe yesterday I was uh, I was skating there, and there was 
know, the restaurant has a bunch of fire in there, like a nice setting yeah. and everything that looks nice. Yeah, their bar yeah. is very uh, romantic. Yeah. Are you... Park, yeah. I don't think it's called the Ice Park. Is it, it's not no, called? it's... It's uh, called uh, Central Park Athletics, I believe. Right, yeah. right. Um, are you with anybody on the ice there, or are you just skating by yourself? Um, well, I was skating with uh, Danny Anger, actually, okay, uh, yeah. last week. Total beauty. Total uh, yeah. <laughs> I knew Danny. Uh, I knew him. I haven't seen... I, this is the first time I've seen him in... in um, probably about 10 years I knew him when he was playing for Sarnia and then uh our brothers were close in age and um now uh now with him coaching 73s and, and he was coaching AAA in the past he's um you know it was so hard to get ice for the first few weeks yeah. of the year no one uh, no one wanted to have anyone on the ice or break any rules and then Danny was able to get me on so of course um yesterday was light there wasn't any guys skating but uh um you know as more rinks open I think and, and more kids yeah. and, and more guys are skating around here, it'll be better skates. Did, did he uh, help you out in your fighting uh, yeah. aspect of No, game? I never asked him. Dude. I never asked him that. He had a lot of fights. he's a he stud when it yeah. comes to that. Yeah. Speaking of fights, dude, I went on, I was on YouTube, and I go on and I'm searching some of your highlights. So I'm like, oh, let's look him up. He's coming on the pod, right? So I look him up and it's just fight. fight. Fight, 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 fight. I'm scrolling through. I'm like, does this guy score fucking goals or what? But then, so, like, when did you add that, like, aspect of the game? Because I never really seen you fight before. And yeah, then all of a no, I, I don't enjoy it and um, never really planned any of them. But uh, I think my first fight was in the OHL. Um, and I think it was more so when I got to the OHL, I wasn't playing too much right after the start. And uh, I think right before I kind of got to the OHL, Fighting was just slowing down a bit. Like yeah. when I was growing up, I was watching, you know, my dad and I go to the Spitz game on Sunday afternoon, and you had Ryan Baldwin, Richard Green, off these guys that were serious heavyweights, and, yeah. and, and a little before that was Cam Jansen. So uh, fucker. yeah, okay. when you go to the rink, you you uh, like Dole Windsor Barn. It was a fight night. Like everyone yeah. was fighting, and, yeah. and they knew you were getting one fighting. Sure. Everyone was fighting, yep. right? So um, you know, you you, you kind of see these guys that weren't playing too much. They're fighting, so. When I wasn't playing much, I I don't know if I was fighting because I was pissed at the coach or if I was fighting because I was trying to move up in the lineup, maybe <laughs> yeah. a little of both. But I mean, getting a little bit of both, Yeah, right? exactly. So um, I did kind of do that in the OHL, kind of do that in the AHL, and a couple in the NHL. But um, nowadays, it's not really the way to go. Like, it's... You see the game's changed so more, much. There's more fights in the playoff bubble than I think there was during the year. Right? Awesome. Like, There's been some so tilts, um, eh? Yeah, and I think fans still love it, but I think it's frowned upon in a lot of uh, scientific head injury way right like, yeah right. yeah so uh, i know i've had a few of those so now i don't put myself out there too much to, to put at risk but sometimes you get you yeah get a sometimes it just where just happens exactly like i said whether it's the coach or whether it's the players you're, you're trying to uh, <laughs> you're mad at someone yeah, yeah. <laughs> when did, when did you realize that you were uh capable of even making the nhl um yeah, I think any Canadian kid growing up, and a lot of kids in the world, I think they want to play in the NHL, and um, I think everyone kind of, you know, looks at it when you're younger. It's it's not, uh, it's unrealistic, really, right. I think, for people. For majority of parents, I think some parents are a little nuts um, when it comes to that, and, and maybe push their kids out of hockey in that way, but, um, you know, my parents, they never were around it. Uh, my dad played one year, I think, at House League when he was younger, and my mom, um, you know, I had one brother, he didn't play, so... Um, I think just growing up, I just loved playing, like I said, going to Saturday Threes games, Spitfire games. Um, I always wanted to play in the OHL. I knew that, and that was kind of my next step. Um, in a weird sense, I wasn't necessarily focused on the NHL, more just getting to the OHL. Right. And 
I loved the OHL and, and kind of once I got drafted the OHL, I think um, where I was lucky enough to be selected, you see guys before you in that position and where they were kind of advancing and then you kind of set your sights on your next thing, I guess, is which getting drafted to the NHL. Um, but uh, obviously always wanted to play and, and to me, I was always going to play like for right. like, that was my, what I was doing. Like, I didn't have a backup plan. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, I think, yeah, I was fortunate how things worked out, but um because, you know, you play with, I play with a lot of good players, too, that didn't get the opportunity or, you know, didn't play AAA at that age, so they didn't have the OHL opportunity or things like that. So I think a lot, I had a lot of good opportunities to, to play, um, you know, family-wise, obviously driving and, and commitment that way was awesome and, and helped me out a lot. So um, cost a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money, a lot of, a lot of time. I mean, you know, my parents are working, days off work and... Um, you know, like I said, playing at an ice park, you're going to Windsor twice a week, and, yeah. and I had a brother that was in sports too, so uh, for him to drive me and, and all that was uh, a lot of things got to fall into place yeah. that way too. Yeah, for sure. Who uh, who who was your uh, coach in Leamington when you played for the Flyers? Um, <laughs> oh, now you're putting him on the spot. <laughs> yeah. No, I um, yeah, I don't really necessarily. Uh, I, I know I played with. Um, Sean Quigley was my centerman, and um, I know the Seagans were involved with the Flyers, and um, I can't think of it right now. It's alright. <laughs> Way to go, Rob. You put him on the spot. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> you do it to me yeah. all the time. I, I, okay, I throw stats and stuff yeah. at him all the time that he has no clue. No, I know a lot of stats. I know every goal it. I probably he, ever scored in my life from peewee hockey to now. Okay. I, um, yeah, that's uh, it's a nice segue to get out of that. <laughs> yeah, that is a great segue. So <laughs> your actually your rookie year in the OHL was a very successful year for you. Rob, listen to this. CHL all all like rookie team. CHL rookie of the year. OHL all rookie team. OHL most goals and points as a rookie. OHL rookie of the year. And he was an under seventeen silver medalist. Nice job, Gretzky. That year was a fun year, yeah. Did anybody else win anything? That's what we want to know. <laughs> that was uh, that was a fun year. Yeah, that was uh, obviously going to Peterborough. Um, I uh, was with a buddy of mine the other day, Zach Cassian, who he was there already, so yeah. he helped me out a lot. Yeah, yeah. total view. Uh, yeah. He's made a great career for himself, yeah, and um, made a good home there in Edmonton. But I think um, I think he helped me out. Like going away to these times, uh, I think now it's a little more welcoming but when you're a little bit younger at that age there was things going on that the older guys younger guys you want to get involved in and get meeting people and, and a lot of big changes with moving away at home at 15 16 years old so uh, for him to introduce me to everyone there show me the ropes uh made the transition a lot easier because on the ice is hard enough but moving away high schools there's a lot of things going in that so he to, took you out of place oh 100 yeah, nice. yeah. Well, well, you're, that's awesome. you're so young too right yeah. like yeah a lot of kids that's a lot that's, that's a lot on a kid it. yeah for sure for they sure home like, six like a yeah, thing too I was, like i was you're, just gonna say that the further you go away it's um you know london's far at that age like right. you're, you're not really uh, and going to peterborough which is you know five hours um once you get on the other side of toronto you know you're not uh getting home isn't as easy as as it was so um, but yeah, he helped me out a lot there. And, and like I said, I always wanted to play in the OHL, so it was no question that I, wherever I was picked, I was going. And um, the coaches there, Ken McCray and Ryan Barnes, and, and the GM was Jeff Tui at the time. Like all those guys were so welcoming. I think where I was picked, like happened for a reason because it, it helped me transition so easy. To all those guys were great. Mm-hmm. So when you uh, 
got OHL Rookie of the Year and CHL Rookie of the Year as well, right? Same year? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so who were your line mates that, or were you just that guy? No, I had great line mates. I played with Pat Daly and Ryan Spooner. And, uh, Spooner um, was in the NHL so as well, right? He was, yeah, he was, yeah. He, he, uh, he's a year older than me, so he was just in his draft read, a great rookie year in, uh, in Peter Burley year before I got there. And then, um, so how, what happened actually, um, a little local ties is Zach Cassian at the trade deadline got traded to Windsor for Austin Watson. And Ryan Spooner got hurt, so Austin Watson, Pat Dilly, and I played together the rest of the year. And we had, uh, like, pretty unreal, like, un- like a great chemistry off the ice, great chemistry on the ice. And we kind of took off as a line, and um, we we played together. And I think it was Austin Strafter, you know, going first round to Nashville. And um, when he came over, he got much more opportunity to play um, than he was at Windsor. They were obviously so good, such an all-star team there. And, and um, he was a young guy. So I think trade worked out for both sides and, and obviously worked out great for myself personally to have a guy like Austin who we became great buddies with. Um, and, uh, and Pat Daly was a great uh, – great OHL player and went on to play uh, out east at school and um, I believe he's a lawyer now so he oh, wow. uh, yeah he, he was he's doing, doing smart. He was great, players, yeah. eh? he's doing okay yeah. I think at the time he actually was so how it works is you get a school package in the OHL and he, he had a pro contract after the OHL but uh, if you play you're a pro then your school package was cancelled oh so you know you're thinking 15 20,000 dollars worth of school per year would have been out the door in order to play a year or two and, and test the waters out in, in the minors yeah. and see if you like it, which is a pretty big risk at the time, you know, yeah, from what you're going to make to having your school and boarding and books and all that paid for. Um, obviously, every player is a little bit different in, in their packaging, but somewhere in, in that sense. So he ended up going to school for free, playing hockey out there. Um, they have great programs now in the CIS and, and all that. And he uh, became, became a lawyer. And um, yeah, so I think, Nowadays, I think you can take a year and decide. You can play pro, and if it's not working out, you still keep your school package. But right. then it was, yeah. you got to decide. Yeah, make it's or like break one it. or the other exactly. type deal, yeah. right? Yeah, so, so uh, everything's different for everyone, I guess, in their situation. And that's the deal with the OHL, right? So if you play four years or whatever it is, then you get to move. You, you can go to university, and it's a free ride, yeah? Uh, yeah, I know every player is different, um, depending on kind of where they're picking their school packages and, and whatnot. There's not m- much you can negotiate in the OHL, but everyone's a, a little bit different. And uh, I don't know what it is exactly now. I know it was somewhere when I played, it was uh, – um, I had a good deal where when I played one one game or one year in the OHL, I had four years of school paid for uh, anywhere in Canada, and they go by uh, like in Canada. It's only in Canada, obviously. Yeah. Uh, schooling package, but um, I mean, either way, now because I think they're competing a lot with the NCAA, where right. you know, where you're gonna get a, a NCAA if you go there and you get a scholarship, and you leave after two years, you can go back when you're done playing anytime, and it's finished. You can finish school for free. Oh, that's awesome! So wow, the OHL is competing, and a lot of parents put emphasis on school, uh, which mine did. So um, you know, OHL and CHL now, if you don't pan out in hockey, which uh, it's probably a majority in a sense. Um, you know, you're going to get a good education and be able to. Do you have to play for the university team? Nope. No, you can just no, go. You don't. But I think you get more perks if you do. Like, I think you're going to okay. get. Um, you know, I know out east. I think somewhere there. Uh, you 
know, a little more meal money here and there, maybe something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's a little under the table. Really <laughs> I've never had been experienced or offered that, but, uh, London night. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what like, you were going to say, weren't you? That was exactly what you were going to say. I didn't play for them. I played for Kitchener. So London probably does. Grease I was actually just going to ask you about that. What was it like there? Now, how did you get over there? Were you dealt? I got traded? Yeah. Okay. My, uh, after my third year in the OHL, I got traded. Do you ask uh, for it? Uh, well, there I was going to probably get traded at the deadline, so I it was more of an ask, more of in the summer. It was more of I'd rather spend a whole year in one city, in yep. one organization, than to Do go halfway. Yeah, yeah. And and Peterborough at that time was going through a little bit of uh, up and down times in the organization. Like we weren't very good for a while, so um, you know the more before I played there was like thirteen new guys. Oh wow! Um, Jeff Tui, Ken McRae, and Ryan Barnes weren't there anymore, so it was a new transition and. Um, I know with talking with Ottawa, which I was drafted by them, um, you know, they gave a little bit of insight on uh, what they feel too. So um, they thought it was going to be good, a good move to Kitchener. And uh, so I was, I was excited about that. And Kitchener is probably um, the best place to play in the OHL. A Ranger and then became a Ranger. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was just going to say that. (laughs) Should we, uh, before we go any further, give a shout out to the establishment? Yeah, we'll give a shout out to uh, Shooters and like Harrow here taking care of us. Keith and staff have, yeah. been, uh, yeah. have been great to us here. So big shout out to them. Hospitality has yep. been amazing. Total Buttes. Total Buttes. So we'll give them a big shout out here real quick. Um, after that also, so leading up to the NHL draft, like did you know that you were going to Ottawa or did you, was no, it kind of up in the no, air? No, I didn't know. Um, so in March of the NHL draft, I... Uh, Tore my labor in my head, hip surgery. Ooh. So I was done for the year. I missed the last, uh, I want to say, 15 games or so. And um, didn't really know uh, what to expect. You have all these ratings come out, all these central scouting stuff come out. And um, your agent's talking to you. And, and you know, every every team go to the combine. And I met with every team there except for Pittsburgh. Really? So I had 29 interviews at the time. Vegas wasn't obviously in the league yet. And, and how do those go? Like, what, what, what? Stevie Eisenman asking yeah. if you're it's just, asking just, if you're smoking weed. Yeah, they, just ask, yeah, they don't act like it's just it just I it's everyone's so well educated now to answer questions. Right, like, it's just, up. yeah, like it's I don't really know. There's nothing too crazy. I know the Islanders had a 150 questionnaire you 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 do, and it's like, um, would you rather uh, go to war with this weapon or this weapon? So it's uh, doesn't be. It's kind of stupid questions. It is stupid. Like it's just more of a, a media availability thing. Um, there's fitness testing there, and, and it's a week long thing. It was a great experience, but the, the I don't know how much the meetings actually play into um, what the decisions. Actually, what yeah. actually happens on the ice? Right. Yeah. Because after yeah. that, you're you're going to like I, I flew to Ottawa to meet with Ottawa. I went to Trump. You go to these organizations after, which I think are more in depth meetings, right. opposed to the combine. Um, so it's interesting to see because they didn't have it this year. So. Maybe it's a way for them to get out of it. I don't know how much money it costs NHL compared to what it, uh, what, what kind of investment it is for them or whatnot. But. I, I remember hearing uh, Brian Burke talk about it. He's like, these kids are so educated in the answers that they get. Who's your – my dad, you know, like – Exactly, like yeah, that. yeah. But he came up with, uh, what kind of watch are you wearing, you know? And yeah. He's like, yeah. you know, well, if I say Timex, I'm a cheap fuck and – if I say Rolex, I'm a baller. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. So now what do I do? I think they like it too because they want to mess with you a bit. Like, sure, they're sure. Power they want to see what kind of attitude yeah. you have. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, Iserman there. He messes with prospects. He asked somebody if he was like smoking weed and stuff when he was at home. 
And he's like, he was totally joking, but he's like, I didn't know what to think when I left the interview. He's like, no, like, what are you talking about? He's like, Heisman was just every chance with him. I get. Just <laughs> fucking with him, which I love it. I, I, I think that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah I mean, I would have gotta, fun with it too. Yeah. You got to ask <laughs> off the cuff, you know? Yeah. Like, and if they are asking those questions, it goes back to showing, like, how much are they really taking this yeah. interview in, in their decision, right? Like, they, they know what you could play. And, and you hear every year there's kids with bad attitudes that get drafted high. And it's like, yeah. it's like, it's not like, um, you know, they're taking a chance there to try to mold the kid again or, or vice versa. But I think I think it's fun for the management too to get together mm-hmm. probably and I'm sure they have good nights together. Oh, yeah. with them, like, oh you yeah, should have heard this interview. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. Like if they're having they're, I'm sure they're having fun with it. So, so. Iserman there, speaking of him, you met him like right? So yeah. how was he? Yeah, he's good. Um he's uh so I Ken Holland was there before. Oh and, okay, yeah. Um, Ken Holland was awesome. He was uh you know, very personable, very uh um down to earth, like you could talk to him, you could, you know, shoot the shit with him whenever you want. And, um, where I guess uh, Steve Eisman came in this year, and he's more, um, you know, he has got more of a bigger job, I guess, in rebuilding, retooling yeah. what he wants. Um, but he was a really nice guy. Uh, obviously, after training camp, he meet with them. He was down in Grand Rapids several times. And, um, you know, I think he's just kind of trying to feel out the organization his first year there and, yeah. and see what they have and see what he likes. Um, you know, personality-wise and player-wise, but then obviously this whole uh, world pandemic thing probably put a little bit... Uh, oh, yeah. You know, it's it's going to be tough in a sense of salary cap's going to be tight and, and things like that, but uh, you saw what he did in Tampa, obviously, which is... Oh, is unreal. That team he's pretty much built that he has there now, there now so... Yeah, it's a um, wagon there. Yeah, oh, and obviously with how much Detroit... Uh, I think the whole hockey world loves Steve Eisman, let alone the Detroit fan base, so... Yeah, he's God uh, there. Yeah, well, he's gonna, I'm sure being, being a Toronto there. fan... When Detroit did win that cup, I was so happy for Eisenman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the Red Wings were the rival. Right? Exactly. So yeah. yeah. Everybody. Yeah. But then when he got to win it, I was so happy. Right. Him, you right. Know, like, so obviously he's a great player, great hockey mind, and then they're going to be, uh, you know, I'm sure he's got a lot of stuff up his sleeve that he hasn't uh, pulled the trigger on yet, but I'm sure they're going to be, uh, he'll be good. Do you remember your first NHL goal? You obviously do. I do, yeah. Who was I it do. on? Uh, like Tuka Rask. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. It was uh, – so when I uh, – I got called up to Ottawa um, later in the year. Ottawa was way out of the playoffs, and it was probably more of uh, you're going to play a couple games, get sent back down. They're doing a rotation of young guys. Um, and then I got called up. Um, I remember it was against Florida Saturday night. I had buddies drive up. My parents flew in. And then the next day, the team was going to California. Oh. So um, the assistant GM at the time came up to me, and he was like, do you want to go to California or whatever? And obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, you're in the hotel. You got your stuff. You don't know what's going on. So you get you get on the plane. You go to California. You're thinking, okay, in a couple of days, I'm going to go down, whatever. Uh, played in Anaheim, which is my second game. And then uh, we're going to San Jose, playing L.A. and San Jose. So, um Against LA, I didn't play. I remember that's so all. I was like, all right, I'll be going down tomorrow. Yeah. But um, you know, when you're out there, the flight back, everything's a pain in the ass. So we're we we're finishing the last two trips off in Minnesota and Winnipeg. Um, so I uh, didn't play in LA, and the next night I was playing San Jose, and uh, someone got hurt or sick, and I wasn't playing until later in the day. Oh. So I, I was like, oh, you're playing. So I played in San Jose, played well again. Went to Minnesota, and it was right around the uh, uh, trade deadline. So, okay, yeah. where if you're not on the 
AHL roster at the trade deadline, you can't play in the AHL or in the AHL playoffs. So you have to get sent down. It's a paper transaction. Yeah. So uh, Dave Cameron was the coach at the time. Came up with me. He's like, "Hey, we just sent you down a paper. and We called you back up after the trade deadline." So after the trade deadline, there's only four calls you can have from your AHL to the NHL roster until it becomes emergency basis. So once you get one of those calls, um, you know you feel a little more safe. You're a little more safe here around because you know you know you're going to be there. Um, so I end up staying there the rest of the year, and the team went on some crazy run, winning like 20 games, making the playoffs, and uh, that was the year with Andrew Hammond, where he was uh, yeah. the goalie, and, and um, so far in the playoffs, and then ended up making it. So um, my my first goal was was in there. I think it was my seventh game in. But was it nice, or was it like? Uh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't really nice, but, <laughs> uh, off your I would say, like, it's so hard to score goals, every goal's nice, like, it's, um, even the empty net ones are, they, well, they yeah, well, it's the hardest <laughs> league to score in, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> it was, uh, I remember, um, the puck went Patrick Rikosh on the left point, he shot the puck, he missed the net on the left side, and it came out the right side, and, uh, two grass breaking goalies, so he must have lost his angle, or maybe he fell, I don't really know, he, yeah, yeah, so he was already at the right post, his right post, and I was, uh, at the right side of the net, um, and uh, it was a it came out the other side, and it was wide open net for me. So, I was just probably yeah, whoa, exactly. what do we got we lost here? Lost three one, but I was uh, <laughs> yeah, I felt pretty good leaving that oh, right. Yeah, yeah you're walking on air for sure. First well, one's yeah. a huge. You scored the only goal, right? Mm-hmm. Huge <laughs> weight off your shoulders. Yeah, too, right? exactly. Yeah, the and monkey. As soon as you have one, it's like it's like no one can ever say anything or take yeah. that away, right? Now, now I'm pumping exactly. up <laughs> <laughs> It's like you know you you're one NHL goal, which is like. Uh, you know, you have that, and it's uh, it's good to have. You know, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you, you get to say you did it. Exactly, right? exactly. So, Nothing no, else happens. How many, how many, how many people can say that? Yeah. Right, you know, right. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's... Got some dirty ones now, in this league. Yeah. <laughs> Bouncing off of them. Now, when you were with the Rangers, you had a pretty special game in Arizona. Yeah. Correct, right? <laughs> yeah. Which was your first career NHL hat trick. Right. I seen the third goal. I couldn't find the uh, the other two, but the third one was beautiful. Like someone threw it right out in front. It was just like a tip. Yeah. Like a so one time. That was tip. actually they call that the graveyard shift because the game at the time, um, majority of the time there, I was in the fourth line. I was playing second power play that game, um, and I had two goals. And we, uh, I remember JT Miller got the he got the empty net. So Arizona already pulled their goalie. Yeah. Like Smith, they already pulled him, and so I was. Uh, I believe it was, uh, I want to say it was 5-3 at the time. I think you're four, right. 4-3, we were up 4-3, JT Miller got the fifth goal, 5-3 at the time. Yeah. And uh, 30 seconds left, fourth line goes out, the game's out of, out of reach at that point. Uh, well, the coach likes to think so anyways, but oh, yeah. um, you never know what can happen. So he goes out, we go out there, and uh, Mirror Gribbick was the centerman. He won the faceoff, and, uh, and it ended up being neutral zone, whatever, and uh, he threw the puck to Brandon Peary, and I, and it was it was close to being offside his pass. It was a great pass. And I was like, I was driving the net, so I was like, just shoot on net. Like I'm like, I already got two Smash here. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get on the ice very much, so when you already got two, you're like and it ended up being a great pass. Like uh, it was a shot pass and I just deflected it in and and it was like so I was surprised, you know, because usually there's no goal. Like when the game is that far out of hand, you're just kind of dumping it and kill the yeah. ball. And and to get a chance, let alone it go in and, and situation for it being the third goal of the game it was a beautiful goal um yeah like i was uh um it was awesome like it was such a, a you know something obviously you always remember but um it goes again to saying you know you get a percentage goal then you get a percentage hat trick two things that it's like you know you, you just, just, yeah it, for sure and at the time it was uh it was december 29th and 
they brought the uh, siblings away uh, New York, uh, brought the siblings away for a trip. I was just going to say, you uh, had family in the house. Yeah, my brother too. was there, which I don't get to see much because he lives in New York oh, like City. Oh, dad's trip? Or they have a dad's trip, mom's trip. trip. This was a sibling's trip. So you, can bring, cool. you bring your sibling because it was over New Year's. We're going to be away for New Year's, so they like to have some family there. And um, New York, by the way, is like the, probably the best organization in the NHL. Like, just yeah, class act there. Unbelievable. Yeah, there's nothing you could ever want from them because they already have it. So to bring take the siblings there and my brother would be there and they were all up in the box. It was uh, like you couldn't rate it any better for uh, I think um, goosebumps. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it was just uh, it was crazy, you know, to, to it's something you dream of, you know, whatever. For sure. And like I say, don't I don't didn't see my brother much until I went to New York and then um, it was yeah, it was good. Now, did you sign there as a free agent um, or were you traded? No, I was actually so. I was uh, I was put on waivers by Ottawa and I was picked up by New York. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I re-signed with New York um, the following summer, and then after training camp the following year I got traded to Detroit. Okay. So I was both, I was there for a year, um, but I did re-sign my the first year I played um, with Detroit Grand Rapids was actually the contract I signed with New York. Okay, I was gonna say because when I heard that you were coming over, I was like yes because I knew like I knew who he was and stuff, and I was like finally. I've just always wanted to see him with the Red Wings. So. Well, as, as he's rapping on the table, like I think he's trying to start a band. Now, <laughs> now here's the thing. Uh, I got it from a good source Uh-oh. that you're a big tipper. Okay? A big tipper. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean money-wise. I mean size-wise. What's the biggest tip you ever get, tried to give somebody? Thank you. Back to your like childhood days. Pizza guy. Oh, I know exactly what this was. <laughs> this is from Tim Little, probably. Isn't it? From Blaine. From Blaine, yeah. Do, do, we, uh, do you want to fill us in on that? I, well, I was like, I was thinking, I'm like, Jesus. Ted? I was going all the way from, uh, yeah. I, You're thinking, why is this guy asking me how much yeah, I like, What the fuck is he talking about? I was, like, I was like, yeah, who did I piss off? Who did I stiff? I'm trying to think. Like, <laughs> like, just probably, there's obviously an excuse behind it if there is. Um, That's why I brought up the band. But yeah, that was... Uh, wasn't it in pennies? It was in like pennies coins. and nickels. Yeah, and cha- it was. It was handfuls of change. He said we were probably ten. Yeah, like he ten. said around grade five. <laughs> grade four, I was gonna say grade yeah. four or five. Yeah, and I think we were. I remember we were at his house. His parents were gone to work, and we ordered a pizza. And his dad, we didn't end up giving it to him because his dad came home in time. He can't yeah. give the shit to the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how much we were trying to tip him, but like we barely had enough for the pizza, let alone have all these coins. Yeah. I think he had some big piggy bank and we ended up just going around the house and finding what we could find. And, uh, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but do you remember what you tipped him? No, See, I don't know how much it ended up being. It was a fucking keyboard. Yeah, it was a keyboard. You really? tried, yeah. tried, oh, I don't even saw it. Yeah, yeah. Keyboard on the garage. That's that was what I was saying. Yeah. That's when we were first allowed, we were first allowed to uh, to use the bow and order pizza. I think it was something we wanted to do all the time because it was Hilarious. Uh, made us feel older, more mature. Yeah. <laughs> it, was he trying to start a band with the pizza? Yeah, I was like, what's he doing here? That's fucking funny. Oh, yeah, that, that's great. That. I also noticed that you wear number 73. Is that because of where you're from? Or is that just that a is, number? That is, yeah. No, I, uh, awesome. when I got traded to Kitchener, so in Peterborough, you could only, numbers were 1 to 20. And uh, I wore 18 in, in minor hockey bit. So 18 was open, lucky enough, and I, I picked 18. But then uh, when I got traded to Kitchener, I knew that they had, they asked me what number I wanted. And I was like, well, I've never been asked that. It was just always just given to you or yeah. um, a little selection, minimal selection. So I, uh, 
I asked my buddies, a uh, couple of buddies, Jordan Roman is a buddy of mine who played uh, for the SX-73s, Alex Garen, a few guys that I uh, real close with. So, um, yeah, it just worked out. I think I think we've talked about it before, before that happened, and then I was like, I'm going to pick 73. And it's such a rare number that it's usually available. Yeah, it's always available. But when I got to New York, there was actually number 73, so I couldn't pick 73. Who was that? Brandon Fury was 73. He was oh. 73 in Florida. He was 73 in several places. So, yeah. um, I think he was probably only 73 at the time in the NHL. But, uh, you know, obviously I, I, I got it in Kitchener and I try to get it whenever, uh, whenever I can. That's so cool. Right? That's, yeah, that's awesome. Exciting. Yeah. I like that's it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah Home, exciting. hometown boy. I love exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Now, uh, we'll go back to some more funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to, uh, somebody else and you'll probably figure it out too. Is uh, he said, he said he's a pretty good golfer, you know, like he didn't say that, but I know he's a pretty good golfer. And uh, he said he thinks you're not sure what hand you shoot in golf. Uh, I think I know who this is. Go ahead and say and, it. And, uh, <laughs> say fuck you, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. I think I know who this guy is. I just golf him so I can drink his beer. He's always, he's always yeah. got about 100 beers. I got another one yeah. after that, he told me. They're mostly empty if you don't get them quick enough with that guy. But, um, what yeah, I think, uh, you know, it, the part of the story he's not telling you is that he always plays Bellevue. So, he only plays the same course. He won't play anywhere else. Yeah. He's got all the balances. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Oh. So he. Uh, what club all yeah. the time? Grow up, yeah. Jamie. Yeah. Grow up. And, and in golf, obviously, for everyone listening, a gimme. You know, you you have your whatever it is away. It's supposed and, to be the handle, right, The rubber right, right. of the handle of your golf club. I use a club blank because I'm a hacker. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the one he's got six foot clubs in his bag. Then the way his gimmies are, like if he put everything in, he'd probably be. Gimme. Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> Off the tee. Gimme. I, I think he's about a high seventies, low eighties. If he didn't, if he put, finished all his putts, he would be high eighties to nineties. So I, I can't even, I fucking can't even break a hundred. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Eh? That's so I drink yeah. beers with the best of them. Though, Rob. <laughs> that's what golf is. That's what well, golf he said, is. He said, oh, Jamie, that's what it is. Yeah. He said, not only do you have trouble with golf, you have trouble with uh, beer cozies. <laughs> what, did, what did you, Matt Pumple, what did you do? That was, uh, yeah, to the benefit of the doubt is that, so I was, I sh- so here's the day. So we, I showed up, we were golfing at Kingsville, but Jordan Broman and I were golfing there with a couple other guys. And, um, Jamie was texting us all day, come over, come over and I'm golfing. So my phone's in my pocket and I didn't check it or whatever. It was in my bag. And an hour later, he's like, okay, good talk. He was getting pissed. And you're crushing <laughs> beers. We're, yeah, we're drinking, we're selling the yeah. patio. It was yeah. Saturday. It's yeah. middle of summer. We're just, you know, just enjoy. enjoying your time off. Exactly. So, nice. um, I was like, okay, we'll come over, coming over. I, t- I golfed with him previously in the week. I said, well, I'm golfing with Jordan. We call him Lou. I said, I'm golfing with Lou on, on uh, Saturday morning. I said, we'll come over after for a couple of beers. So we go over to his house. But this time, we've already been sitting in Kingsville for, I think we teed off at 8 or something. It was 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. So we show up to his house. He was golfing in the morning. And his wife brings out a cooler. Michelle? Yeah, she brings out a cooler. So the beers are in the cooler. And uh, he... Um, uh, she brings them out at night with a couple other buddies there. There's a bunch of people there and she hands me the, the, the beer koozie and it's, it's cold, freezing cold. And there's, there's no lid on it or anything. Like I only have the old school ones that are like squishy. You could squeeze yeah, yeah, This yeah. is like yeah. a sturdy yeah. cup, the, the right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, I'm already had a couple beers. Uh, <laughs> I didn't eat a huge lunch. So they're hitting me a little bit quicker than they should probably. And, uh, so I, I, I pour the beer into the beer koozie. Oh. No, 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 no. 
I'm fine at this point. I'm fine at this point. We're sitting out <laughs> oh, in the backyard. Fuck. And I'm sitting out in the backyard and and it doesn't really fit the full can. So I was like, oh whatever. Like usually I have a glass will fit a full can. Yeah. So I was drinking, drinking it. I pour the rest in, put my beer down, and I'm, I'm holding the koozie and he he's in the pool. And it's about 15, 20 minutes later, he says, he's like, where's your beer? Well, I'm almost done. Like, what do you mean, where's my beer? And it was the koozie that I had as a glass. So I thought yeah. it was like a frosted mug. Oh, so it's like so one of those like ones that you like screw on the top Exactly, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I am holding it. And it, tasted, <laughs> it still tasted fine. But I was also wondering why there was just rubber on top of it that I was drinking. I was like, this, this cup is shit. Yeah, like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's <laughs> and I never oh, usually use one. I just hold beer and, yeah. and they, they don't he doesn't use one either. Warm, right? yeah, well, Hilarious. No beer gets warm with Jamie, that's right. for sure. He's, that's for sure. Drinks it quick enough? Yeah. yeah, well, he, yeah. we don't know because he didn't yeah. drink a beer with us. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was on the Gatorade. Because you had already got really? to him. <laughs> what was in the Gatorade? What was in the Gatorade? <laughs> just Gatorade, apparently. Yeah. yeah. We, we yeah. tried to offer him beer like so many times throughout his interview. <laughs> because that was the night he was out with him, the night Yeah, before. that's what I said. He had got to Matt first, or Matt had got to him first. So he said, Matt's on the way. And he's going into training. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I told him, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, but he does have a. He, he didn't. You guys should have the podcast in his backyard. He's got a nice setup in the backyard. Great, great. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. And, uh, me, my girlfriend Misty yeah. were over there not too long ago. I bought a, I bought his TV off of okay. him downstairs. Yeah. And uh, we were crushing beers in the backyard. And yeah. Like, and it, I'm a big shade guy, so I sat right underneath that tree, right at oh, the end of the pool. You yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the tiki yeah. bar and everything right, was right. one side, I was at the other end just yeah. crushing the shade. Yeah. No, that was, uh, <laughs> um, thank you. And he was, um, yeah, he's got a nice setup in the backyard, so that was nice when he, he asked over there, but I can't rag on him too much. I probably drank more beer than I bought him, so. Well, you got, <laughs> you got one to tell us about him? Yeah, fire that away. That would be awesome. Fire away. Um, one good turn deserves another. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I. He's. Uh, I'm not too quick at thinker. On, on the spot again. Yeah, yeah. on the spot again. Well, if um, it was a goal, you'd fucking remember it, eh? He, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously, he likes his twisted tees too. He likes those. Oh, I can't do those, um, eh, Rob? Same greeny martini. No, he only he doesn't Apple do too many. He only does about ten. And then he changed. Yeah, but dude, I, I, I <laughs> only does about 10. I drank one with Rob the other day and I had gut rot so bad. Yeah. Wow, there's so much sugar in that shit. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, here, well, one of the things that I kind of wanted to know too is like when it's uh, game day, like what do you do? Is there anything that you do that's kind of weird as a hockey player? Or um, like any, anything you eat, any, anything you do? Yeah, like, just no, what do you weird. Do? I think more or less, like I think a lot of guys are crazy and, um, a lot of guys are like over the top in a sense of uh, I gotta eat this, I gotta do this, I gotta whatever yeah. in there. They're getting their uh, a lot of guys get treatment and stuff done, which is a little bit over the top. I think like how um, do you mean treatment? Like there's so many things nowadays where uh, so everything is um, like hockey science, sports science. So um, they have some people have this thing called an art machine where they they hook their legs up to this machine and. Um, it's supposed to be the same as skating and it's just a bunch up. of different stuff, man. Yeah. And, um, like, which I've never really been a big believer in that stuff, but, uh, those, all that stuff is like really expensive stuff. And like teams have like, uh, I know like in Grand Rapids and Detroit, they're big with, um, like compression pants and stuff where I, I always thought like growing up, I never had that stuff, never wanted that stuff. And always, uh, you know, felt okay. And ice hasn't really changed much. And, and I don't think it changes much for, a player individualized really um i think a lot of the game is mental where it comes back to um 
if if you do that stuff and it makes you feel better or think you're gonna feel better, then then do it because they mentally you'll feel better. But um, nothing too ritual ritually wise, I guess. Just wake up, uh, go to the rink, morning skate, and um, eat a meal. Usually pasta, chicken, rice, something around. So you're the old one school. o'clock. Yeah, like r- around one o'clock. Um, like a little garlic bread too with it. But uh, I think I use it more as an excuse thinking, oh, I'm going to get in so many fights because you're breath. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think I use it more as, uh, you know, let's game day. You can eat whatever you want. You have your nap in the afternoon. And, uh, but you're going to crush those calories right off your body. Exactly, right? yeah, so. yeah. So I think I think it's more of an excuse to have a nap and, and kind of be lazy during the day because you know you have a game at night. But I don't do anything, I think, over the top in a sense of uh, for rituals or superstitions or anything like that. And I always wake up have a the biggest coffee you can get and, and go to the rink and hang out for a bit and, uh, and, and, and that's more, just more stuff I enjoy opposed to what I think is going to be, um, you know, beneficial for that night. Uh, do, you, do you take the nap? Always nap. Yeah. Always, always nap. Yeah. yeah. But then again, I think it's more of just an excuse to have an afternoon nap. Like I don't think it's, uh, you have a big meal and obviously when you have pasta or chicken <laughs> or rice, you'd love your a nap drunk, after. See? Exactly. Your food drunk. And you yeah. always fucking chirp me about napping, Rob. Yeah, see, he's a fucking <laughs> napping too. You eat all the time. Well, you I nap, you, you, you got narcolepsy or something. <laughs> I'm saying he's a napper. You don't chirp him now, do you? Oh, he's in the NHL. I'm not going to chirp him. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, 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 I've only met probably a handful of guys that don't take naps. Really? In, uh, on a game day, yeah. Because and, I heard that the, like the, the newer... Younger kids that yeah. are coming in, they're they're not napping. They're I know they're playing video games. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Which now, like, it's uh, crushing some forty night, uh, fort, Fortnite, <laughs> forty yeah, night. Yeah, I know. I, you're I've old, never, Rob. You're old. I've never been a video game guy. Um, guys, my team play it. Like guys, wife and kids, they they're they're going to bed and they'll play it all night. Really? Like, and I I've never understood it because I've never gotten into it. But um, guys love it, and that's probably what they do all day, and, and they they love it. But now. Growing like the game is cha- changing. Even from when I I sound a little tense, but even when I started pro to now, there's so much different things that like almost like headache things. There's so much things that that um, they people want you doing or people think you should do, and, and it's it's so much overkill. Where oh on the ice you gotta do this, you gotta do this stuff on the ice. Uh, I mean in practice wise, like extra yeah. stuff. Where I I think like the basics, like once you like repetitions is big. Like if you're a shooter and you, you work on your shot, like some, there's been summer skates guy where guys are just doing stick handling and, and, and then once you get to the net, you got to shoot. So I just like the basics. I don't really like the stuff where people are always overthinking on what yeah. the new trend is that summer to, to work on. Like I see guys, um, you know, jumping over things and, and doing crazy training on, on the ice. And then I watch them next year and they have the, a shit year, like their year, they probably have five goals. Where I'm like, I'm like all summer, people are getting anxiety watching them on social media, thinking, "Oh, these guys, this guy's gonna be ready." Right. But then you get to camp, and it's all the same. You know, right. it's not like. Well, so when are you gonna really use some of that shit in a game too? Right, it's right. Muscle memory and all that. Yeah, yeah. All that shit. I mean, working on your hands and stuff is good, where you do unrealistic things because the minor things in games are gonna come quicker and more natural and on instinct. But I think hockey is so much mental that, um, you know, when you. It's not really about how good your shot is. It's how quick you can get it off. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. Before the goalie's ready. Exactly. Oh, yeah, there's so many things that go into the game where um, everyone's uh, – a lot of guys that never played are saying, oh, you got to work on this, got to do this. And, and and that's where I think the game has, has gone crazy. Like in Windsor and Essex County, there's 15 to 20 skills coaches 
And I'm thinking like it's it's overkill, you know. There's yeah. a, there's so much basics that come because once you get to the next level, if you're doing if you if you work on a lot of the shit that they're practicing and stuff like that, you're not gonna get ice time because it's unrealistic. Yeah. But it is good in the sense of working on these things will make you better um, at the little at the smaller things like um, you know just. Just little minuscule things that go on in the game. I guess. Dude, your shot is fucking nasty. Yeah, how, how, I was how watching on YouTube. That's what like I was just gonna ask. Do you just do you just shoot puck after puck after puck, or is there something that you do to help get your shot better for the younger guys out there? Let's yeah, no. When I was younger, I shot a lot of pucks at home. Fuck shot a the lot younger of guys. What about, the old? Yeah, what about us? <laughs> for fucking beer league. Yeah, I want a sniper too. <laughs> the, the hard, yeah. Like when I was growing up, I would always I would shoot pucks a lot, um, doing things, but. Now, like, when I get on the ice for the first time in the summer, like, I can't even raise it. Like, guys, getting back into shooting, getting back into thing, it makes guys thinking, like, you lose it. And then two or three times you get back on the ice, you're, you're back to back to par. But it's like anything, anything you take time away. Like, yeah. you, it's, it, there's a, a grace period there you need to get to get back into it. But mm-hmm. um, for me, I don't know. I think of – I don't really exactly know why I have kind of had a – Probably one of my better skill sets is, is shooting or, or what I like to do when we're shooting. But, I can tell. Um, I, Did I you do a lot in the backyard? Like, uh, more in the garage. And um, so I grew up in Essex and down the road. I mentioned him earlier, Alex Garen. He They had a, a big, in their garage, they had a big wooden um, like wooden wall where through it was just uh, center blocks was through it. So they his, his dad drew a net on there. So we'd always just take shots against a wooden wall, which was like a – a made up net in a sense, right? So you can miss it, whatever, because most of the time you're missing that, you're going to be hitting the garage, right? Stupid stuff like that. So it was, uh, it was no rules in that garage. You could do whatever you want. We were always shooting pucks all the time, him and I. And uh, so I, I don't, like I said, like it's, it's, it's something I love to work on. Like I always think, like I don't think people work on shooting enough in the summer. Like yeah. I think it's all about skating and stick handling and different things like that. But um, you know, shooting is just uh, for me. It's the most fun thing to do. So it's easy to work yeah. on, um, but uh, it's actually funny that you say that, like puck after puck and everything, because my dad over there literally just fixed our house <laughs> because, <laughs> because because me and Drew had fucking shot so many pucks, and we obviously weren't a very good aim, so we like broke all the siding and stuff on yeah. the house. So he got all that fixed up. My mom's like, "Did you look at the house over there? Did you notice?" anything or whatever and i'm like oh i looked over i'm like oh there's no holes in the that's side of the house. For you. That's by the way you. while we're on the air this is my dad Hi. matt nice to meet you nice but yeah so we uh we fixed the the thing and everything <laughs> or my, work to do. <laughs> yeah but we used to have this one barn so we have a like our, it's like the house and then we have like his shop that he just built and then like next to it there's a barn well the barn this wood like it's pretty thick so we were it was probably in but i would shoot Hours upon hours upon hours upon hours, just pale after pale after pale of pucks. Yeah. And I would shoot, and there was a point in time when we got a little older, so we were probably like midget age roughly, and we were shooting hard enough to where we were shooting through the barn. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so he's like, okay, like that's enough. That's like enough. you guys yeah, can't. Yeah. So then we kind of focus over, we kind of moved, we pointed the net a different way. So then we started shooting, and I fucking just rocket shot, couldn't hit the fucking net. <laughs> but I would shoot, and then we'd hit the house, and then we're like, uh-oh. So then we started breaking up the siding. So my dad kind of kept us like, stay in this area, because then I only got to fix one area. I don't have to fix the That's barn. I don't house. have That's to fix the house. house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we broke everything, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, for the record, I waited like 20 years later because I wanted to make sure they weren't going to come back come and back do and it again. The money. <laughs> well, so there you go. There you go. Because they couldn't hit the side of a barn. Right? Yeah, yeah, see, that's, that's, so that's what I told them. I, I couldn't hit back. shit. But yeah. yeah, but it was honestly, it was that's what I did. I, so I, sh- I would go out, whether I was sick, whether I was anything, home from school, I would shoot pail after pail yeah. after pail of pucks. Yeah. And I found that but my shot, I only play beer league now. I don't play... Anything even close to what you're going to, hey, obviously. I, I was but told somewhere it's younger, it's like yeah. everyone, that's where everyone ends up. No matter what you do in your life, everyone ends up on Monday nights. So yeah, Monday nights in Essex. So I play go. Sunday afternoons in Harrow. I'm on a spare list exactly. for, for uh, Monday nights in Essex. Yeah. I live like right around the corner from the rink. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm on a spare list there with a couple buttes, but Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, Monday nights, that's, that's what I look forward to. And, uh, you'll be coming back happens. to that soon. Oh, yeah. Well, not soon, yeah. but you'll you'll be back there. <laughs> then you get to hang out with all the buddies. Exactly, like, yeah. For sure. Um, so, other than your hat trick, what was the best game you played in? Um, best game I played in. Or your favorite, most memorable? Yeah, probably. Um, probably my last game of my um, first year in Peterborough was, uh, for me personally, was probably um, a game I mentioned. Pat Daly and Austin Watson before him, us were playing on the line, and. Uh, a little background story was the Peterborough rookie record uh, for 16 year old was set the year before by Ryan Spooner who had 30. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so going into this game, uh, I had I got my 30th goal on, on the Thursday night and we were playing Saturday night against Oshawa, which Oshawa Peterborough's big rivalry. And uh, it was for playoff seating. So we, uh, I was thinking, you know, if, if if I could get one to get the record, it'd be, it'd be fun, right? People were talking about it, but I wasn't really worried about it. I, I got, I was already, so excited to be in the OHL and yeah. record and points and stuff wasn't really huge for me. Um, so I, uh, and end up in, in hockey. Sometimes you get, uh, uh, you get these games where whatever you touch or whatever you hits off, you goes in the net. Yeah. You don't know why, or in some other games you can't even hold on to the puck and don't know what hand you are. And so this game, uh, started off early, uh, got a goal early, got an assist early, got another goal. And, our whole line ended up having six points. Oh, wow. So uh, I think Austin had one goal, five assists. Pat Daly had two goals, four assists, and I had three and three. A little bit of a good night for and everybody. That was, uh, that was just a night where it was just like, you don't know why it happens or what clicks that night, but you know, you're, you're, it's like you're shooting on a soccer net almost, and yeah. it's just something just, just clicking where it goes the other way too. When you don't score four or five games, it's like you're – you're trying to put it in uh, those center ice intermission holes, and it's yeah, like yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it looks like a mouse. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. So your whole line, you guys all had six points each. We had six points each. Holy we won the game ten three. Yeah. Eight, so that was eight, uh, eighteen yeah. fucking points between three guys. <laughs> it was uh, wow. That was that was probably you know to finish the year off like that before the playoffs was was obviously uh, fun and, and that kind of on a personal to get that kind of record it's such a you know, history-rich organization in Peterborough, um, where I had a great time there for three years, was uh, was cool. And, and like I said, that's something I, I want to do when I'm older is when I retire is work in the OHL. And um, OHL is awesome. I mm-hmm. loved it, yeah. Do you want to do it here in, like, Windsor, or do you want to go back to one of the teams that you played for? I think, uh, you know, it would be nice to, to kind of uh, work for a team I played for probably, but, you know, now there's, uh, you know, there's 20 teams and um, jobs are – Everyone kind of wants that work in the OHL, I think, is, is a good job for a coach or anyone involved in hockey. So it might be hard to pick and choose where I would be open to go 
to go to any uh, any organization to kind of get your feet wet because I know I got to learn a lot on that probably management and coaching side thing. I was just going to ask you that too. I said, now, do you want to coach or do you want to be like management side of it? Uh, I have interest in both, but I think um, I think uh, be an owner. Yeah. <laughs> just be an owner. Yeah, just be an owner. Yeah, I guess, I guess there's a little more stress there with the money side of things. You get to probably. fire everybody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't have to worry about your job. We could help you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think coaching just because, um, you know, when you play, you know the coaches you don't like, coaches mm-hmm. you like. Uh, you know what kind of uh, – I would probably way more of a player's coach um, just because uh, – I never understood why coaches were dicks sometimes because you're all on one team. And yeah. if your boss is a dick, you don't want to work for your boss. So no. you know what I mean. You want to complain to the and other guys team, about it. And right? if your exactly. team now it brings shit. everybody down around you. Exactly. So I, I think like I, every business. I think when you're on a team, you know the coaches need the players to perform, so the coach looks good, and and uh, vice versa. So I, I don't. I never understood why coaches were were dicks. I know there's a hard ass point of it where you got to be. It's a business side of things, but to to have players not like you as a person, yeah. I never understood that why, or I never understood why coaches walk through the hallway and, and a player's on your team and they won't put their head up and say hi to you. Yeah. Maybe that's why and you if you're a dick, how much is the guy going to want to go to war for you if you're a dick? Exactly, yeah. Well, maybe right. that's why you didn't remember the Lamington coach because he was a dick. No, no, he was awesome. <laughs> he was awesome. He was awesome. <laughs> he was great. That's Who was the biggest dick coach I ever played for? If you can say it. Yeah, I, uh, I'll i tell you that when I retire. <laughs> or I'll after you shut the mics yeah, off. Yeah, we'll shut back. the mics <laughs> off and we'll talk about it. I don't think ever off. <laughs> I will uh, when I retire. I'll come back on here. And awesome! I'll, I'll have uh, twice as many beers, and we'll we'll talk. All <laughs> twice as many yeah. beers, three times the beers. One of the things too is what's the best? Okay, you know how you get those fucking scrums and everybody's glove in the face, whatever. I want to know what's the best chirp you ever fucking heard in a scrum, like to me. To anybody, just something that you've given, just or that you've given. Something, There's some good ones. Something there. that made you laugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't chirp too much. Like I'm more. Uh, the hockey world's so small, so like a lot of guys know stories about guys um, through other people. Like um, you always hear stuff about people, whether they're uh, doing this after the, you know what I mean. You don't know. Uh, whether they're dating the same girl, stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Like, oh you, you yeah. Well, like Hayes and his sock. Pardon me. No, that's not Hayes. That's uh. Yandel. Oh, Yandel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and it's like a sight, right? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah, go, but I didn't. Yeah. I've heard he was in New York before I was there, and I heard he's the best guy ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, uh, so I lined up. I was at one of my first preseason games. We were in Montreal, and that place is like sold out, crazy all the time. And, man. and I had uh, I used to wear Easton skates because uh, when I was younger. When the synergy came out, if you bought Easton skates, you got a free Easton stick. And the stick is like, the stick was like 200, 300 bucks. 200 bucks at the time, I think now it's probably 300 or more than that. These right sticks. So I didn't care what skates I had. I was never a great skater going up, and I just wanted a stick. So the stick came for free or whatever, and I, I stayed in Easton skates. I liked them. And uh, so I lined up, and Pat Charity like, looked at me, and he was like, hey, kid. You know if they'll give you free skates if you just ask. Because I had these old shit skates, these old Easton things, right? I used to go through like, Patrick, said that Yeah, too. I used to go through these, you know, one every two years. I didn't really care about new skates um, until you kind of feel realize, you know, they're free. And and if you don't take them, someone else is going to take someone Like, not your own skates, but you just got to ask for them and they'll give yeah. them. And you feel so much better, stronger skater when you have your skates aren't worn out and all that. So now 
I go through probably two or three pairs a year where I'm on the lower end. Some guys go through six or, or eight, but, um, what kind yeah, do you wear? I was probably, yeah, I wear Bauer now. Wear Bauer? I've always, yeah, moved Bauer's up. always I kind moved of up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bauer's, I think, is the best probably skate. Um, they're known for their skates the most, I think, now. No, mm. I, I don't know if you can talk about it, but in your second season of the OHL, you got injured. Yeah. And it was a year-ending injury? Yeah, I had hip surgery, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Was it a hockey-related yeah, injury? Yeah, so or? I, um, yeah, I, I remember I was playing a game. Uh, with see with hockey, you can ask me anything outside of hockey. With hockey, I'm so specific that I remember everything. I remember I was in the second period. I was, we were playing Saginaw in my second year, and I I fell on my hip awkward. Like I fell like on my knees, and I I felt someone fell on my chest, so I, I went back like oh. kind of uh, in an awkward situation where most people would stretch in that situation, but to get that pressure put on you um, when you're not expecting it, and I felt my hip was so tight going back to the bench and. Um, it was kind of hard to, you know, tell the trainer and, and you know. Like explain it to him? Like yeah, tell him what it was. It's hurts. like any external rotation. So getting in and out of the car, I, I tore my labrum away from my bone on my hip, which was the final oh, injury. Shit. But you don't, oh, at the time, you don't know fuck. that. Right. So I, I was sore or whatever. And uh, I actually didn't get diagnosed until a month later. So that oh. was in early February. And uh, by the end of February, so through this whole time, I had, uh, there was one time where we had two days off where... Um, I got back, we practiced, um, on the Sunday, we had Friday, Saturday off, practice on the Sunday night, and it was so painful that I was like, there's something seriously wrong. Yeah. So I ended up getting an MRI, nothing showed, MRI, nothing showed, and I got an MRI where they, like, inject a dye into your hip, yeah. and they do an MRI there, all that science stuff, and, uh, it showed that the, what was going on. So, um, I went in for a game on a Thursday night, and, uh. Uh, general manager at the time brought me in. He was like, "Okay, uh, they saw this. It's like it's gonna be surgery and all that stuff." And uh, which I already played on it for a while here because I was so I didn't know what it was, and I I was getting things done to it where it was yeah. it was covering up for the short period of time. But um, at that age, going into my NHL draft year, which it, that year was, and playing future, you don't want to really put yourself in jeopardy too much mm-hmm. to. To have something bigger yeah you got happen a whole to future ahead yeah exactly which don't yeah career. yeah so um so that was uh that's what happened I ended up getting surgery um my agent was unbelievable with that whole process he got me into uh like the best hip surgeon in the world in Vail, colorado oh, nice. um, which was uh amazing um he did like if you walk through his office his name is dr philipon and you walk through his office like anyone you could think of that has had a hip surgery has been there really? like he did both of a rod's hips he did everyone's hips and uh funny story when i was there i got my hip done uh, my mom came out with me and um the next day uh, like stay overnight in the, in the hospital one time and uh it's on a big ski resort um probably because so much business from oh yeah ski everybody getting fucked exactly up yeah the there's a knee doctor there oh. which is a stemming clinic where actually kobe bryant had his situation happening mm. there so he that's where he went for his knee surgery oh, so i got my hip done by philippon and i was laying in the, in the uh, physio Bed a couple days later, like getting uh, physio done, they're moving it around and whatnot. And there's a guy laying beside me, and I'm like, telling him, I, was like, I know that guy from somewhere. I know him from somewhere. I don't know him personally, I know him from somewhere. Yeah. So uh, it ended up being uh, Jane Tatum. No shit. So I, but at the time, my buddy still laughed at the time, the only movie I knew him from was Coach Carter. Oh, okay. He was the Jason Lyle and Coach yeah, yeah, Carter, yeah. and I was like, yeah. 
I know him. So I was Googling him, whatever. So then I asked him who he was. I asked him, I said, did you play this guy or whatever? And he was like, yeah, that was me. And he was an unbelievable guy. So nice. Yeah. Uh, he had the same injury down. He was like training for a movie. So He hadn't done the 21 Jump Streets yet? No, not yet. Yeah. No, no. But that's a very famous one. Because I was yeah. like, how do you not know this? Or the Magic Mike one where all the women yeah. love that. But yeah. he didn't do those yet. It was... Wow. Uh, he well, was training for a movie called The And got a late charge on Magic. Yeah, I did. From the video. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to know why? Because sort of gave I, me too, probably. <laughs> want to know why? Want to know why? Because Rob fucking borrowed it. I had to find I wouldn't answer his phone. I was actually just just about to say that. Well, I'm sure none of yeah. the guys watch Magic Mike. So. <laughs> but uh, unless they're forced to, yeah. And hey, yeah. and fuck you, Rob. Too, by the way, <laughs> just so you know. Well, yeah, that was. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, the injury there, and then uh, I think I was on ice probably three and a half months after that with a lot of rehab, and, and I did my rehab most of it at the uh, University of Western. And wants to know if we can see your scar. There's no scar, actually. Why are you saying ant wants to know? Why do you? Because you told fucking Keller to put me through a table. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. We had this, like, Fuck wrestler you. on. Oh, yeah? So he played, like, OHL, university and stuff like that. Total beaut of a guy, right? Yeah. yeah. So awesome, we were awesome. sitting there. We're interviewing him while he went pro wrestling, too. He went, like, WCW. ECW. No, WCW. Oh, was it? So he went WCW. So, like, halfway through his interview, I was like, hey, like, how much would it cost you to, like, put Rob through this table right now? <laughs> Rob just looked at me like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and he's a little older. He's like, about six tubes of Ben Gay. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he's like a lot of rub. Yeah. So, uh, to, to lighten some stuff up, uh, so if you know how baseball players have uh, walk up music? Yeah. If yeah. they changed it in the NHL instead of that, the horn, yeah. that fucking drowns all the fans out. I hate it. I hate it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Everywhere it's done. Yeah. Like Toronto, you're packed all the time. Why do you have the horn? Yeah. It makes zero sense yeah, to me. Yeah. New York, same thing. You right. know what I mean? These big marketplaces that don't need it, yeah. you don't need it. Or just don't, don't lay it. on the horn so much. No, don't don't Columbus even use it. I know. Boom. That's cool. Cannibal, yeah. That's really it cool. But that's seat. okay. It's, it's like for those about to Yeah, I was going to say, it probably scares yeah. the shit out of you, it's, too, if uh, you're not expecting but it. But if you were to have goal-scoring music for the goal you scored, what would it be? Funny you ask that because uh, there's been three places I've played now where I've never requested it. But So in Grand Rapids, every guy has a goal song. Oh, really? So when, whoever scores, they play a that's so cool. But for me, every song I put on there, they never play. They always play pump, pump, pump it up. <laughs> so I was in New York. Like these, these places, you know, I've always played it. And I've never I've never asked for it, requested it. It yeah. just happened. Like my first year pro in Binghamton, they were playing it. And I don't know if, if all these music guys are just uh, – it's just ironic that they all have played it. But they always have played it, and now yeah. it's always played. Yeah, oh, so that's okay. that's funny. Which but I, that's, it's, that's it's funny the one now. you would choose. Anyways? I wouldn't choose it. No, I've never. What picked would it, it be though? What would, um, what would your song be? If you could choose. Yeah, if I could choose, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Like like something to get people excited, or just, just whatever, you, you whatever you would want. Yeah, probably something country. Uh, just to change My it up a bit, right yeah. Here. Just to change Country it up. Country boy, I love it. Um, it was Danny's uh, dust on the bottle. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> was that what he said? Yeah, I think that was what he said. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what was Jamie's? Didn't ask him. Yeah, we didn't ask him. We asked him about his nickname, though. <laughs> we asked him about his nickname, though, which is fucking hilarious. I hope he listened to this too. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sure he will. Let's go, Rangers. Have you listened to his episode? 
No, no, you got to listen to his episode, man. You'll laugh your ass off. We laughed through the whole thing. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Oh, yeah. Right. He's, he always, he always, it's funny too, because he, so, one day we were golfing, his wife was out there, and she was, it was a par three, and she hit one, and she didn't like it or whatever, went in the water, hit another one. Then he comes up and goes, why don't you just grab a fucking bucket? He's just so, his dry sense is really so funny. Yeah. 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 So I got one more, one more funny story for you before we wrap this up. Yeah. uh, So the littles, they brought you up to the cottage. Yeah. Oh uh, boy. Your ma says something about, you're going to be riding those dirt bike things. Four wheelers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Timmy says, uh, so here he comes in, here comes Blaney and Lyle know, just yeah. fucking sideways. <laughs> you know exactly you what he's know, talking about. Smashing it. And here comes you over and over and over and <laughs> how did you not get hurt? So I uh, I remember this. So it was it was probably, we went up there for a week, it was probably the fourth or fifth day. So at this point you're already feeling comfortable, you're feeling yeah. like, oh, this thing's easy, whatever. And uh, I remember it was like it was going back to their cottage, uh, like not in the driveway, but they had a big like uh, yard that was all sand yeah. where it didn't really matter what happened. And uh, I was just following the lead of these guys that obviously had them for a few years before. It's <laughs> like my first time ever on these things. And um, yeah, I don't know. I survived that one. Yeah, I survived <laughs> that, <laughs> which is good. Probably I came home with no bumps and bruises. But so you rolled her bad? Yeah. Yeah, I rolled it over. Like four wheeler fucked there. or what? Thank God you have to hold on to the uh, throttle. Oh, throttle yeah. when you're going, or else it just takes. I would have taken off. I don't even know. Someone right. else would have probably got hurt from. A little whiskey throttle. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and then we it's won't bring up the other part about the four days that he was up there. Yeah, we we'll up talk there for about like that a week. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, this is uh, this has been fant- like fantastic. Total man. beaut, Matt. Yeah. You're a total beaut, yeah, man. This no, has been great. Really Hopefully, uh, we can like have you in for round two. Yeah, for sure. Would be good. Maybe for we'll sure. get you into the dungeon with us. You come slide over to my house, and we'll yeah. get you down in the basement. And yeah. We got we got the big screen where we watch hockey games, and we sit right there and record. So if we yeah. can get you over, man, we we'll hang have up some on the beers. rack and we throw darts. Right <laughs> yeah, we'll have some beers. We'll bring and, uh, on there. We'll bring. Oh, him for sure. Yeah, man, we, we thought about bringing them on here, but you know, I told them that. I told them if you wanted to come. Seven days a week. Yeah, I told him if he wanted to show up here with you today that we are going to put him on a mic with us. Yeah. So I brought four with me just in case he but came. He yeah. But yeah, but he didn't come. So. But I also talked to him about the four of us getting out and golfing. For some golfing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Can we won't do Bellevue. We'll do Fox. <laughs> yeah, I want to see him we'll play somewhere else. Yeah, we'll, we'll I've never played anywhere else something. other than there with him. But, yeah. Uh, are you down for a round of golf? I can play golf, yeah. Yeah, I'm down. And, and, and then uh, when they kick our ass in that, we'll, we'll cornhole yeah. 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 You got, uh, and then I, yeah. Jamie, no, Jamie is a good golfer, but I, uh, just, just like to chirp him because he's a buddy. Yeah. You got I, it. You got it. He's yeah. chirping. Out. I just hope he plays bad when we play. I like when he plays bad. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does. I'm a, honestly, I'm a horrible golfer. If I hit it straight off the tee, like I could hit like 300 and something yards if I hit it straight off the tee, but it's a matter of, Hitting it straight off the tee. Yeah, that's that's usually my problem. Too. That, yeah, that ball's in so you and I are riding together. Then. Well, yeah. my favorite club is my foot wedge. <laughs> yeah, moving so, away from yeah, tree. Yeah, anybody, yeah, I don't want to hit a tree. You know, yeah. Who wants to hit a tree? Like he has hit. I play with a lot of guys, and he's hit the driver the furthest out of anyone. You see his brother golf too. Yeah. Brad. Yeah. Holy balls! Both, both good he golfers. Eh? Waxy, yeah. Yeah. He, well, they're just. Taller, lanky guys, yeah. you know, like you crush balls. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, it'd be golf. Driving's yeah. the only part of my game when I hit it straight. It's almost like the work the harder you try to hit it, the more the less further it goes. I find like that the harder I try to hit it, the fucking straighter it goes. Really? Yeah. yeah like if I try to – everybody take some off of it, you'll hit it straight. I take some off of it, I hit it fucking three fairways over. Yeah. Like that's my right, problem. Right, right into the lumber yard. Yeah. And I <laughs> I try to smash it and like I'm going to kill this ball and I hit it straight as an arrow. Yeah. Come like, on, I don't get shoes. it. I don't get it. But it's yeah, weird. It's, uh, yeah, no, he's – He's good. Yeah, I think he golfs honestly six days a week. They got all these games yeah. and stuff. I, I was lucky enough we won money in a in a golf game, but I only won because he was my partner. Yeah, skins. Him. Yeah, the skins or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's a beaut. Yeah, he is. All those guys that play with him are pretty good. They all they he's a twenty or twenty four guys on Friday. They play. And they're, they're pretty good. Doesn't uh, Mike play in that as well? Taylor? I think I don't think so. No. I think he's mostly at Kingsville, but he, oh, he probably right. plays. He changed his membership. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, going right. to say, Kingsville's yeah. a little too advanced yeah, for us. Yeah. Well, he, he figured, be he figured out Bellevue, right? So now, he, now he's... We're going to have to hit some right. golf, though, by the end yeah, of the summer. Sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll uh, have to go out with you guys. But All right, Matt, thank you yeah. so much, man. This has been great. Uh, like, honestly... I want to see you with the wings. Like yeah. I, you're, you're my guy because you're in the area. So I'm kind of fond of the wings now. Yeah. See now <laughs> you don't have tell to tell anybody. <laughs> don't tell anybody. But Rob likes the red wings. Yeah. But, all right, Matt. Seriously, thank you so much, man. Yeah. No all problem. Right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Matt, I just want to wish you the utmost respect and success coming up uh, for the next season, and uh, hope uh, everything works out awesome for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It's uh, been a lot of fun and can't wait for the uh, next round. Go Wings. Come on, Rob, say it. Yeah, there you go. All right, thanks, Matt. No problem. Are you looking to hire a photographer? Check out Windsor's own Melissa Fay Photography. With affordable and professional services ranging from lifestyle newborn to weddings and any of life's important events in between. Mention Hot Trick Hockey and enjoy 10% off any service. Find her on social media as Melissa Fay Photography. There he was, folks. Mr. Matt Pumple. What a beauty is, eh? Fucking total beauty. I can't believe you dug up some dirt on him, though. Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the face, if you guys could have seen his face when Rob started asking him that stuff, it was about hilarious. the tip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So I hear you're a big tipper. He's like, who the fuck did I fuck over? <laughs> yeah. Did I stiff somebody, he says? <laughs> <laughs> that was huge. That was funny. Uh, so big shout out. Guy. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Thanks, you were, Matt. Yeah, you were great, Rob. So let's uh, let's talk about some of these series real quick. Cause some of them are crazy results going on right Before now. Before we do that, though, can we? So Claude Julian. Yeah. So he had what I had. He had some stints put in his heart. Okay. Yeah. So, he, but he's talking about uh, coming back and coaching Montreal again. Oh wow. So. I don't know how he's going to do that because, you know, they really monitor what you can and can't do. Like, even mm-hmm. driving, like, we, when you get pissed off, like, you can feel it. Like, you oh, yeah. know your heart's fucking racing. Yeah. You know, cause, so I couldn't imagine him going behind the bench and, you know, some stupid shitty call or something stupid yeah. a fucking player does. And this guy going back behind the bench and, you know, he's going to lose his shit. That's a lot of stress, too. Like, it is, for sure. A lot of stress. Yeah. How, how much pressure is on a, a coach? You know oh. what I mean? Like, you're out there every day. You're out there making schemes. Oh. And if your team ain't fucking ready, you're that's on you. Yeah. You're gone. Not, not a player having a bad night and, uh, you know, just, yeah. you know, going go a, a half-assed job doing his job. 
You yeah. know, a coach doesn't get that. No, they don't get to do that. No so, leniency. Yeah, I, I, I don't see how he's going to do it. I really don't. And, and it, it, good for him. He, he's feeling better. Everything's good. He, he made it through without any. Uh, well, good luck to worries. Him. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck to him. I just wanted to bring that up because no, we no have worries. something in common. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my dad has one too. So yeah. all three yeah, of you guys Tom. are. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie too. It's the Heart Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll uh, move on. We'll actually talk about some of these series because some of them are nuts, completely nuts. They are all of them. I really I are. They're, they're, we're getting results that we're not exactly expecting. Right. Like some of these guys, like so Dallas and Colorado. Okay, like like I said, I had Colorado in five games. Yeah. And then Dallas comes out and wins the first two. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't quite, quite understand what's going on. What's here. going on here? Mind you, though, Nathan McKinnon is on an absolute tear. Yeah. In the playoffs, like he's got thir- thirteen points, so he's doing good. Uh, Grubauer standing on his head. Both of these teams have good goalies. Everybody's firing on all cylinders. Do you think this goes to seven games? I have to say it does because I picked it in seven. No, I think he picked it in six. Oh, was it six? Yeah, I think he picked. But it if in you six. listen to that broad the, that podcast, I, I say seven first yeah. pick, and then I say, "Well, I hope they get it done in six. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so, so when I was marking them down, what I had, I got a, oh. I got a six in there, and then I put a, a line across the top, so it's a seven six. Just put <laughs> yeah, put a six like under a seven, so yeah. it's like, and then you have both picks. Yeah. But yeah, I can I can definitely see that one going going seven games. Dallas for sure. is playing so well. They're a big team too. They're physical. Yeah, yeah, they'll hit the and shit. See out where of you. We're, we're right back to talking to mm-hmm. physical teams yeah. being in the playoffs. That's how it you is. can build your fucking fast skating, wheeling, yeah. dealing team, but if you ain't got guys to punch you in the mouth, you ain't yeah. going anywhere. And it's always the toughest teams that make the longest runs. Yeah. Now I'm not sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did I not pick the Islanders as my upset series? You did. You did. Like, you know, yeah. the Islanders are so good right now. Oh, but I, can't, I have such a hard time watching them. Well, I do. Because that just that trap. Rock. Just that trap. I just, it, <laughs> but mind you, like, their, their transition, when they turn it over, they are fucking flying. Yeah. But for Philadelphia, you got to figure it out, man. You got to figure yeah. it out. Some There's some pretty... So there's some guys that have some nice point streaks. In the last five games, Kevin Hayes has scored three goals. He's having a hell of a series of oh. playoffs. You ever hear some of his mic'd up stuff on the ice? No, I haven't. Go on and type in and like watch some of his like mic'd up videos. He's funny, man. He's he chirps, really funny. He chirps everybody during warm-ups and stuff. Um, on the other side of the puck there, uh, Barzell has four points in the past five games. Paggio is plus seven in the past five games. Like, look at these. Look at the goalies. Save percentages. Carter Hart, 931. Barlamov, 935. <laughs> it's crazy, eh? Like, it's it's great hockey. I love it. Do you, uh, do you stand by your pick? I believe you picked Philadelphia. I picked Philadelphia. I stand by them. Yeah, I think yeah. they're going to grind them and wear them down and and uh, do what they need to do to win this series. I'll tell you what. This is Sunday, so they're playing at eight o'clock tonight. Yeah, and Colorado's at six, I think. 
Yeah, Colorado games at six. And then uh, I'll tell you now, if the Islanders win that game tonight, they're in trouble. Because I can just see them just like a snake, just wrapping in, choking, just sucking the life out of you. What do you think? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Like you said, though, the games are boring to watch. They are boring. I'm sorry. You know, like. That's why I just catch the highlights of of their games. In all honesty, I've I've been doing the same thing. Like, I'm not missing anything. I'm seeing Mm -hmm. more action than, you know, like, oh, fuck. Trapped him in the neutral zone again. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Trapped him in the neutral zone again. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go make a sandwich. Hey, did you know that, uh, like, in the team comparisons, that, that Philadelphia is taller than the Islanders. Like, they're averaging 6-2. The Islanders are averaging 6-1. But the Islanders are, in weight, average 202, where the uh, Philadelphia is 195. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's pretty wild, eh? Yeah, they're the bigger team, eh? Who's the fatty? Yeah. All the guys crushing all the food in the bubble. Las Vegas series here. Las Vegas, Vancouver. Vegas seemed to finally wake up. It seemed like they fell asleep in game one. Right? I believe they lost game one, correct? I think so. If That's not, it. whatever. They, they, they lost the yeah. game. One, one of the games and, and then, then they, they looked too straight. Yeah, and then they looked like they were asleep. Yeah. In the game that they lost, but they seem to have woke up. They have some gaudy stats. For the past five games, I like doing the past the past five games because then you get a really what a like current streak of what the guys really doing right. Mm-hmm. So in the past five games, freaking Tuck has scored four goals. Theodore has six assists. He also has seven points. Like these guys are on a tear. On the other side, the same thing that Mott has four goals in the past five games. Pedersen has six assists, seven points. And Edler's plus seven really? in five games. That's pretty sick. And once again, these goalies, Robin Leonard, he's seven and two, 9.21 save percentage. Other side of the puck, Jacob Markstrom. He's eight and five, 2.68 goals against, 9.24. Or, you know, sorry, 0.9924. Right. <laughs> sorry. Mix that up there. But, yeah, so, like... Two brick walls. It's been pretty nuts. Like, the power plays are meh. Well, they're both top uh, ten, but we'll see. Yeah, they got some pretty pretty good power plays right now. Are you sticking with Vegas? I'm sticking with Vegas. I think Vegas I don't know what I picked on that one. I think Vegas wins the cup. I think you're right. I think <laughs> As bad as it's as crazy as it sounds, I think it's going to be them or the Islanders. Oh, fuck. If the Islanders make it into the fucking Stanley Cup, I'm not Imagine watching that. it. I'm not. What if we have to live stream? I'll fucking do it from the bathroom. <laughs> On the shitter? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're... them making it in there. Yeah, so... Actually, Vancouver won game two of this series, by the way. Oh, is that how it went? Yeah, they won. So Vegas won 5 nothing in game one, and then Vancouver won 5-2. And then Vegas won 3 nothing. In game three, so they've shot him out both wins. Hmm. That's pretty crazy, eh? Yeah. All right, let's flop over to one of the other series, the Boston series. Tampa Bay is just shit-kicking Boston right now. How about that hit 
from Ricci. Disgusting. How, how many seconds could you count? Probably mm. three. Three seconds after yeah, he that passed that hit. puck. Er, nobody saw it because everybody's watching down the ice mm-hmm. on his pass. That was a bad hit. Like, that was so awful. Like, from behind, like... Seemed, seemed like you hit him on the back of the shoulder, right? Because the way he turned, it was like he almost was like... He, it, like, he, spun I face first into the I think he take board. a stride. Oh, right he as he stride. hit him and as he took the stride, that's mm. what spun him sideways. Yeah, that was a bad But did you hit. hear did you hear the coach for Boston? Oh well he came back out after he went and got his conky looked at yeah. and everything. Like so I don't I don't see what, to the what's quiet the difference. Room? What's the difference of the other hit that was in the corner? Like the guy was playing the puck. Yeah. He had the puck. Yeah. And it wasn't like nobody was paying attention to what was going on. Wasn't there a fight right after that? Too? Right after that, yeah. Uh, I forget who it was, but there was a nice little tilt there too. Right after that, I, I remember can't that. remember his name, but yeah, he went. He went to the aid of uh, of um, what was his name that got hit. Um, Richie's the one that threw the hit, right? Yes, but he yeah he went after Richie after that mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah, it was a gross hit. Fucking disgusting. Terrible. Past five games for guys here. Remember how I said Marshan? Yeah. He's got four goals in five games. Um, Pasternak's got Still six assists. He is a rat. <laughs> you ever lick me, I'd punch him right in the lips. <laughs> I'd take him on uh, my team, though. I, 100%. I'd sign him all day. Give him whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And also, Pasta's got seven points in the past five games as well. Listen to this. How about Kucherov? Past five games, he's got two goals and eight assists, ten points in five games. Gaudy stats, okay? That's sick. Uh, Palat's got four goals in the past five games. Hedman's plus six. And goalies here. So, Halak's four and four with a 900 save percentage. Was it Basilevsky? He's uh, nine and three, 1.98 and a nine point or nine point i don't know why i always put the fucking point there point nine two seven save percentage Fuck. definitely not a math guy it's not good here <laughs> so what do you think on that one rob bruins are getting fucking owned yep right they are and i love it owned I suck it, it boston yeah you can go suck pipe boston. yeah well you just say that because you're a leafs fan fucking right <laughs> I just say it because they're always beating up on my wings <laughs> as of late. So who was it though? Oh, I know. Yeah, the wings are the punching bag of the NHL. I love them. Absolutely love them, and I'll always stick with them. Well, the Lions too, as bad as that is to say. But you're a Lions fan too, right? Yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty well it, man. What do you think? Yeah. It's a nice day out there. Yeah, I'm going to go get something to eat. I'm going to go poolside and probably work on this merch store. Nice. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go watch movies with my son, Glenn. Yeah. All right. So, everybody, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Look for the merch store coming out soon. And uh, until next week, we'll see you, everybody. Aunt Rob, signing off. See ya. Peace. Have you ever tried the McGregor Columbia Club? Not yet. Did you know the McGregor Columbia Club has two rooms to accommodate gatherings from small birthday parties to corporate meetings to large weddings and even banquet events? Really? Now, how many does that place seat? It seats over 300 people. They also have an in-house decorator, rental items to work within your budget. Their main spacious hall is ideal for maintaining distance between attendees.
well, what's the food like? Well, they specialize in roasted chicken, but also have a full menu offering your favorite dishes. Really? Can you do fundraisers there? They have fundraising opportunities for charities with their fish fry, pasta, or steak dinners, and other events. Come on. Now, what about breakfast? Well, they have an amazing breakfast. It starts at 8.30 on Sunday, and it ends at noon, offering your full breakfast menu. Don't they have a cornhole league there, too? Ooh, I'm glad you mentioned that, because they play in it. It's uh, just getting ready to go. They're just waiting for the okay. Can you find them online? Yep. You can check their menus and events out at McGregorColumbiaClub.com or check them out on the Facebook. Yeah, I can get behind anything.